There is an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Will it ever be found? Will anything new ever happen? Am I stuck in some sort of nightmare metal detection loop? This week, we're watching The Curse of Oak Island on The Showdown. Everybody. Welcome again to the pod, and as always, the showdown is recorded in front of a live dog and cat audience. Yeah. My name's Cliff, and this is the podcast where I, a television idiot, dissect one epic TV series with a television expert. So, Colin, how are things in TV land today? I think things are doing really well in TV land today. We have a really great show to talk about today, Dude. and I'm excited about it. Is it great? <laughs> I mean, I'm great as in... There is a lot to talk about. There's certainly material. Yeah, and what's great about this episode is that we're going to record it, and then when you guys hear the episode, you're just going to hear flashbacks to previous parts of the episode where we, you know, talk about the Knights Templar. We're just gonna we're just gonna cut that part in over and over throughout the pod. Yeah, we're just gonna layer. It's it's really only five minutes of podcast that we're just gonna. <laughs> Uh, play over and over and over again. That's right. Um, so, so uh, let's go ahead and jump into the show overview just for anybody that's not familiar with uh, with the show. So, uh, of course, we're talking about the Curse of Oak Island here this week. Uh, truly a curse in every sense of the word. The air, <laughs> the air dates for the show, uh, 2014 to current, is still on. Uh, it airs on the History Channel, and it's classified as a one-hour reality program, although I might dispute that to the bitter end. Yeah, I don't know how much reality is really happening. Uh, we are in the fifth season. There have been 61 episodes. And, of course, the uh, top build cast member is Robert Clothworthy. Mm-hmm. We, we'll get to him in depth, I'm sure. Oh, we're sure. going to talk about Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So the, the other two main cast members are Marty and Rick Lagina, Charles Barkhouse, Jack Begley, Dave Blankenship, Craig Tester. But really, Marty and Rick Lagina are the main guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Lagina brothers. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. I believe they said... Frankly, I don't know how it It sounds right to me. Um, So the description of this show is uh, a good microcosm of the show in and of itself because it is very long-winded. I'm not going to be able to make it through the entire description, but we'll get started here and see if I can uh, kind of give everybody a chance. So following a childhood dream, brothers uh, Rick and Marty Legina embark on a quest to find uh, the treasure uh, on Oak Island off the south shore of Nova Scotia, Canada. With family, local explorers, and historical experts, they explore the island's landscape and mythology. Known for its sinkholes and caves, and oh my god, I can't read any more of this. Knights Templar. He didn't even mention Knights Templar. I can't even get that far. So, yep. um, so that's the description. You know, it's, All you really need to know about the show is it's a reality show about some guys with too much money that are looking for some some buried treasure. I uh, will expand on that a little bit a little bit further. I think there is more that they need to know. Here's the number one thing that I think they need to know. Mm-hmm. Legend has it that seven need to die before the treasure will be found. Mm-hmm. And six have already died. Yep. Six yeah. out of seven. Yeah, the suspense is, is not killing any more people apparently. So, uh, <laughs> but if it did, then we would find the treasure. Uh-huh. So, so would you like to talk about the uh, ratings and awards? I, for yeah, I would I'm love sure to. So uh, <laughs> truth is, uh, it does not have the greatest IMDb rating right now, six point nine, and it's not currently rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Probably mm. because I'm sure no television critic have ever 
have ever watched this show. Possibly. Right. Um, and similarly, it has not been nominated for or won any awards. None at all. To, to my knowledge. What about Screen Actors Guild? Awards? I do not believe <laughs> anyone on this show has a SAG card. Huh. Seriously. Okay. Well, they should. Nope. Uh, certainly Bobby Klotz is is, uh, is overdue. Uh, so notable filming locations. <laughs> there's one, and it's Nova Scotia, and it's... It's Oak Island. All the time. But it's, yeah. it's, it's more than Nova Scotia. It's, it should really say dirt yep. on Nova Scotia, um, because that's really what we're looking at for the most part, is just kind of mud and dirt. Sometimes under underground. It's disturbing. Yep. It, just, it just is. The top rated episode, it actually happened in the most recent season, season six. There's actually six seasons of this of Oh, the show. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, your look. My apologies. It followed off. So, uh, season six, episode 16, Amazing Discoveries, rated as an 8.9 on IMDb, which is reasonably high, I have to say. It's the most recent episode... Uh, so the season finale of the most recent season, so it's the most recent episode. And certainly, we've uh, we've watched it here a little bit ago, and you know it, it's the same as every other episode. I was just going to say that, yeah. If you haven't seen it, I will summarize it for you. It's exactly like all the others. Yeah, there's going to be some spoiler alerts, and, and just we'll throw the first one at you here. They still haven't found the treasure. <laughs> uh, it, it is because mostly because Aww. it doesn't exist, I, I think. But um, yeah, I have to say, I have to interrupt you just to say, as you said that, it really struck me on a sad deep deep mm-hmm. sadness level they really haven't found that treasure yet well, there is no treasure the no tre- i know the treasure is the friendships that they've struck <laughs> up with each true. other which That's is a complete true. load of bs uh-huh. uh, the title of the, of the episode even is amazing discoveries and i would argue nothing. that there is no discovery and certainly nothing amazing happening on this show. <laughs> misnomer so, on both levels uh-huh. yeah so there's some there's some producers in charge of uh uh, of, of production titles that's working overtime here. Look, there is some intern who is new, who's excited to be at History, excited to get his or her big break in the television industry, and they mm-hmm. were like, hey, do you want to come up with a title for the season finale? And they're like, oh, yeah, I got it. It's perfect. It's amazing discoveries. So optimistic. Yeah. So optimistic. Yep. So uh, the familiarity level that we try and end with here in the overview, uh, it's, it's pretty high. We've both seen episodes of this show. I, I, yeah, I think- look. You don't have to see all the episodes to know what every single episode looks like. Yeah, when we first started watching this show, I, I think uh, we, we performed a little experiment, which was, <laughs> you know, it felt after the first couple episodes that each episode was just a recap of everything that had happened yeah. previous. And so I think we found ourselves skipping ahead three episodes at a time and having full missed nothing. Full seasons at a time. Full seasons at a time at some point. And so really, if you haven't seen this show ever before, you can go and watch literally the most recent episode and it will recap everything that's happened over the last six seasons. So our familiarity, our familiarity level is very high with this show, even though we haven't physically watched every episode, only because um, it's a flashback city. You don't need to. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing I'll add, just, just to tell the full story, I mean, this is the History Channel show. Uh, we watched this one day when we were both homesick from work and it felt like a fever dream, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it made it. It made the illness worse. I yeah. Mean, no doubt. <laughs> in my mind. So for anybody that's not familiar with uh, with the show, here's a quick clip of the theme uh, in uh, our segment called Theme Song Jukebox. There is an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. So far, they have found bits not a lot of, of music chain, in this theme song. A stone slab <laughs> With strange symbols Just carved into it. a lot of it. exposition. Even a 17th century Spanish coin. To date, yep. six men have died there trying it is. to solve six the mystery. Have died. 
That's my favorite part. According to legend, one more will have to die. Also, the where's the legend come from? Can be found. Good finish. Okay. <laughs> These are where the drums come in. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a Rush concert. You you wish you were at a Rush concert. <laughs> I so, do wish I were at So that's theme song jukebox. Like, again, as, as, uh, as Colin mentioned, not much of a theme song so much as, again, in, in the spirit of this show, just a recap of what's happening. So if you uh, just you know, fell to earth uh, and had never been here before, you would know exactly what is up on the Curse of Oak Island. Um, so I, I guess it, there's, there's really no avoiding it at this point. We have to, we have to jump in and take a look at this thing. Uh, so Colin, are you ready for your close up? I am. Yeah. All right. So close-ups, of course, is the, the feature of our show where, you know, we, we take a closer look at, at what's going on. Uh, I'm hesitant to jump into it a little bit only because there's not a lot of positivity here in my, in my notes. I'll start with something positive and, okay, then, and then we can rip it apart. Okay. I'll say it. I like this show. Yeah, you would. It's not good. You would. It's not well-made, per se. It's certainly not at the level of everything else on television mm-hmm. but there's something about the legend that i really I'm... you like it as much as the sopranos is what you're saying no, is no. it better than the sopranos no, in your estimation no. Okay. no not at all I'm trying what to, what I'm trying to say is look i like that there's a legend i don't know where it comes from no one does they don't specify uh maybe if we had... it's reader's digest <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right the oh infamous reader's digest legend uh-huh. which is again much sadder than some <laughs> other interpretation of legend but i i like that one more has to die i like that sort of spookiness no it's not i'm not like itching for murder or anything i just think like it you know it's cool it's a cool little spooky mystery legend okay well i hope you i hope you got that out of your system (laughs) because this is about to get real ugly yeah no i have a lot of terrible things to say about the show my notes literally start off the first line item says someone say templar one more time (laughs) that was that was stream of consciousness reaction while watching this show (laughs) don't worry they will yeah they they will it's you know it's 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 repetitive again it's we're going to be repetitive in mentioning how much the show uh, is repetitive. So one note I think it's maybe worth worth kind of launching as a talking point. Yeah, I kind of put here ladies question mark uh-huh. lives question mark. Yep. You know, there, there's not a lot of, of, of females uh, on this show, for, probably to, to their benefit. I think most rational people are, are smart enough probably to, to steer clear of whatever the hell is going on on Oak Island, whether you believe it's ghosts or you believe it's just a harassment suit waiting to happen. So it feels like, you know, there's... There's a, the, the occasional lady that like shows up maybe working for a construction company. The witch. You can tell like kind of you know can you kind of go show up and uh, and be on camera. But uh, I, I find myself often wondering like where are all of the the where's the other half of the population oh. in this show and all, of all the like some of them are divorced I imagine which is oh, what they're allows all them to divorced and if they the, weren't before the show started they are now <laughs> yeah perhaps and so they, they there's there's you know kids on the show so they you know some of them were married at some it's 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 a conundrum it's a question I'd like answered is what is happening with uh with the female population in regards to the show and just to clarify when you say kids sons not daughters oh yeah obviously yeah no it, it's weird because they have they have pulled in a number of experts in the, in their respective fields 
at many different points. And uh, yes, yes, sorry. sorry. Don't you mean could to not. scoff at the word experts. <laughs> yeah. You were not using your quotation fingers hard enough when you said <laughs> sorry. that. But, uh, but some of them have been women, and it's always weird, like unnecessarily weird. Mm-hmm. And we all sort of like, oh, yeah, this is a show that has women on it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, the, there's there's one character of note, and I forgive me, I don't, I don't have her name written in the front witch. of you. No, not the witch. The 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 lady that sparked my interest in the Reddit community around this. There was an episode where they had a, 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 a quote unquote expert jump in that you know she was talking about the validity of of uh, one of the the necklace pieces that they found. The well, most important thing they've ever found. It's that the most they, scientific yeah. discovery in history. Yeah. Uh, and she was kind of she was very excited, I think, in her explanation, oh, very yeah. emphatic and eccentric personality, and and the Reddit community, which is which is mostly sarcastic people talking about <laughs> the curse of Oak Island. I have a feeling a lot of kindred spirits really, really kind of took her to task over her insanity. Yeah, um, I mean, one thing I like about the Reddit crowd, not to not to jump too far into this, but the target audience for the curse of Oak Island does not know what Reddit is. <laughs> Let's no, be real. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a fair assumption. Right. No, um, I, think, I think when... The lady that you're talking about, I think that's who I mean when I say the witch. Didn't they call her a witch? I don't think so. Okay. I thought you meant uh, perhaps just the the witch of Oak Island in general. As if you maybe perhaps confuse this with the Blair Witch uh, in some way. um, And that she's the one that's instead of the producers, clearly, who are leaving trinkets around (laughs) for them to find with a a $15 metal detector. Now, I will say that that does bring up one of my points. Every object they've ever found is a producer plant one inch under the surface, Uh which is... You know, if I were a producer on that show, if I were the head producer and I see, you know, daily footage or whatever where the metal detector goes off, beep, 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 and they start digging and it's one inch, I would chastise my producer for not burying it a little bit deeper. Right. It's 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 a little um, a little on the nose. It, yeah. It, it's, it does feel a little forced. I, I think in some... In some instances, it feels like it's a they found it before, but they didn't film it, and so they go back and they're really stiff about, oh, look at this thing we just happened upon. It's so natural how we just found this, and half the time, it's kind of a stretch to believe that there's you know potentially priceless ancient artifacts that have been just you know basically on the surface of this island that somebody could kind of bend over and pick up. Old men could bend over and pick up. Uh, without much effort, even though the island has been through hurricanes in recent seasons sure, and sure. has withstood all sorts of weather issues and any number of other teams that have been combing over this island yeah. over the last you know two hundred years right i 'm not sure exactly how long they have this this search going on yeah it, what, it's it 's a little uh, suspect as the kids might say yeah, yeah, I would say what bugs me about it is that presumably if you 're one of the Knights Templar, and you're burying your treasure on Oak Island, you would put it all in the same place, right? And what's weird... No, the the best theory is just to scatter it all around the woods. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Like Johnny Appleseed, we're just going to throw our our treasure and trinkets. And nothing good, by the way, nothing expensive. We're really just going to take basically kind of necklaces and things that you might find at a flea market and just kind of spread around, yeah. That fake key... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, that that certainly describes how they find them, is that it's everywhere, and it's mm-hmm. like one piece here, half a piece there. It's it's ridiculous. I think it's I think it's amazing. And okay. I can't believe would you're going you back on your uh, Describe your them pledge. as amazing discoveries? That this is your favorite show ever. Okay, um, here we go. <laughs> oh, can I can I jump back? I just want to say one more thing about the wives oh, before we uh, before we move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question that I have here, and I, and I would love an answer if you have one, 
how many glasses of wine do these men's ex-wives drink per episode? I'm I'm willing to stake that the that they probably can't bear to watch the show. Like I'd like to imagine them kind of sitting mm-hmm. there, sipping wine, getting just super hammered, kind of laughing, cackling, yeah. perhaps with okay. some of their friends about how uh, insane this stuff is. But bullet dodged. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, part of me also kind of feels like it's a there's some some uh, eccentricity. Like I know I know there's some put on for the show, perhaps where they kind of get on there and they it's a they want to. You know, kind of make sure they're they're putting on a performance. Everybody's excited, and we really believe all this stuff. But I don't think a lot of this no, would have started without some nonsense that was going on at home. I, I'd be surprised if they were watching the show. There's a real <laughs> sadness in Rick's eyes mm-hmm. when they're, they don't find something. I, I think the answer to your question is is that the 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 significant others and perhaps ex significant others of core group on the show instead of watching this show are busy watching. Uh, a different History Channel show with a more believable plotline called Ancient Aliens. <laughs> sure, yeah. mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say they're busy watching literally anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, it took a long time to get there, but I had to work in my Ancient Aliens reference. Yeah, no, I, it was uh, long I'm around. a big fan of Ancient Aliens. I'm, I'm big enough to admit that. Okay. Um, uh, so I, I've got a... Man, I don't even know where to start. I've got a long yeah. list of just... Very insulting things. And I want to be respectful. People work hard on this show and I don't want them to, to listen Do they, to this and think time, they were... Stop. Do they work hard on this well, show? Bobby Klotz works real hard on this show. Oh, Bobby Klotz let's, is, let's, is working hard on Yeah, maybe Let's unpack that a little so, bit. Well, maybe that's a good time. So I, I have a let's couple Let's start talking about couple it. A couple of notes. So, okay, just to clarify, for those of you who don't know, Robert Clotworthy is the top build build character on the show. He is, in fact, the narrator. Now, if you've ever seen this show, you are well aware that he does all the heavy lifting for this show. They will find... I don't know, a a scrap of metal that they take to some expert and the expert says, oh, you know, it's totally possible. It's within the realm of possibility that this is 500 to 1,000 years old. And then the narrator comes in with some version of, could this be the actual piece of metal from 1,500 years ago? Like, just unbelievably suggestive mm-hmm. and a little condescending, I'll in, be honest. In the version of your your opening, your intro impression, I, I, uh-huh. I, think, I don't know if that came off necessarily, yep. but that's uh, a little ode to Bobby Klotz. Oh, and yeah, the, for sure. The note I made about it is homage. The, the narrator, Robert Clotworthy, is the top build actor on the IMDb page. Yeah. He, is, he is not visible at any point on the show. Nope. He has top billing. and It's because the show's wall-to-wall recaps. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. And so, you know, it's... Get that money. You know yeah, what I, mean? I give him credit because he, <laughs> he makes me believe in ways that I, as a as a intelligent and considerate and thoughtful and questioning person, should not be believing of this show. He's a, he's a trustworthy he's, man. He says stuff, and I'm just like, wow, yeah. it is. Yeah, I, we yeah we I I, we, I could employ services in real life. I think just on the occasion, I would love uh, that. Just just some backup. Yeah, just kind of state something, and then have him kind of standing behind me about three yeah. feet, just to just to kind of just to set it in stone. Drive the point home. Just set it in stone. Yeah. I think there's a there there may be a business model there. So, <laughs> uh, man, I don't I don't it, I don't know where to start here. I I, I kind of wrote a, a note up at the top here that just says, "Is this my future?" Question mark. <laughs> there's a part of me that's scared that there's a, a a round table full of full of old old white guys. I had a couple of thoughts on uh, kind of how they. 
appear. Well, when, I mean, well, I, sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah, so I just just some descriptions that I had. It's the show is the Goonies uh, grew up and got real sad. Uh, was a note that I made. I wrote these suburban dads are out of control. <laughs> At one point, I, I wrote that the show should be called "quote unquote" unnecessary hard hat island. Uh, this is how to rename it. But yeah. all those there's kind nothing of pointing, dangerous falling on yeah. these guys. <laughs> all, all things kind of pointing to the fact that this is a this is a, this is a, a, a weird long weekend camping trip gone you know gone the wrong direction basically yeah. and, and it's you know like it, there's a it's possible that perhaps you know the curse of oak island is clouding the judgment of these guys once they showed up and That's perhaps awesome. if i showed up to oak island it would take over my brain and make me start acting like a weirdo too yeah i mean that's the true curse now i think if we want to figure out if this is your future my question is were there any you know in in all of the memory that you have were there any readers digest articles that you read when you were 9 years old uh, what is readers digest <laughs> okay exactly <laughs> that's that's mean but it's that's fair tough what but is fair <laughs> A reader's digest. Um, I know. Look, you know, my grandparents had them all the time, so I read them a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, nothing that I, I, I felt so compelled that I needed to go and and check out. Like when you're younger, like you hear ghost stories, and we had places that we believed to be haunted, and we would go check them out. But like you kind of, you know, once you hit the age of sixteen and can drive a car and can do things <laughs> that are like, you know fun um kiss girls you know <laughs> well let's not get carried away it's, it was at least driving a car okay um <laughs> you know it's this some of that stuff kind of falls away so i can't imagine holding on to something for so long now if you just had like these guys seem to have unlimited resources to go and check that stuff out perhaps you do people have spent more money on on crazier things i would imagine uh, yeah time. i mean i think i think we should probably talk about how much money these guys clearly have. I mean, it's it seems to me it's one of those things. It's like it's like a, a little boy with a Porsche poster on his wall where he grows up and when he's 57, he gets a bonus and he says, I finally have the money. I'm going to get that exact car that I had on my wall. When I was. That's, that's kind of what this is for these very nerdy versions of that where they uh-huh. read a Reader's Digest. <laughs> Is that a shot at Goatees? No. Is that a direct shot at Goatees? No, no. I'm just saying. (laughs) They they clearly, you know, have always kind of wondered, oh, there's this legend and maybe there's gold and whatever. And then they finally got enough money or maybe they got fired or they got a big settlement when they sold their company or something. And they said, oh, we finally have enough money. We're going to go and we're going to dig it up. But what's crazy, we've talked about this a little bit before, what's crazy is they have already spent way more money than they can ever hope to find on this island. Right, yeah. I, I'd had a note to that uh, to that end that says, how many meals for orphans could have been bought? Oh, okay. Question mark. Yeah, like, it makes me sad. <laughs> it, it is. Um, but, you know, it kind of begs the question, like they're spending a, a lot of money basically on equipment rental. I had another item here that just says this show is about drills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which, look, I would watch that show. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's on the History Channel. You know, we, we you know, we, we love... How It's Made. How It's Made, yep. uh, which, you know, is... is Can't this stop is kind watching. Of, this is a how it's made of, of uh, losing a fortune that you made in Oh, home. that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. That will that will be good. Someday we'll do How It's Made on this show, and, and uh, we'll have more positive things to say about it'll it. It'll just be silence because we'll both be too uh, too enthralled by what's happening on the television. Yeah, we'll be hypnotized. Mm-hmm. It's true, we'll be hypnotized. All right, so there there is something that I want to mention. Um, you've you've referenced how often they reshow 
clips, footage, mm-hmm. certainly the Knights Templar footage gets used a lot. But I will say they spent $10,000 on graphics in 2013 and they are milking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are using every penny of that. Yeah, they are budget conscious as far as uh, as far as graphics go for sure. Now, for those of you who them. don't know, yeah, good for them. I appreciate it. For those of you who don't know who haven't seen the show, the graphics 99% of the time are of the intricate system of waterways that fill up. You mean the four lines? That they... <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the, the original treasure, well, the original hole, the money pit, oh, as they, okay, I'm sorry, was, uh, which, how do they not get the irony of that? I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. So the original <laughs> money pit, they, they dug to a certain level and they kept hitting wooden rows of stuff mm. and then they hit one spot. AKA the ground. Right, yeah. Mm. And then they hit one spot where all of a sudden the entire thing filled up with water. And of course, if you have ever seen the show, let, let me let me demonstrate for you what would happen if you were watching the show. They mm. would show the thing where the water fills up and then old Bobby Klotz would come in. Oh yeah. Is this a booby trap that the original Knights Templar left when they buried their treasure yeah, so no is, one Bobby. would find it? That's right. Probably not. No, it is. But it's you say it like that, and Bobby, I believe it. Bobby says it. I know. God, you know he's so true. good. He's, you know what's true. He is really carrying the show on his back, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah, I, yeah he, 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 really, he really is. So so one one side note to, to maybe kind of steer us in a, in a bit of a different direction. One, one positive, you know, something that kind of occurred to me is that, you know, I look around, they go in the, their clubhouse, which is just a sad, sad little uh, It's house. called the war room. Okay, Thank the, you. The war room, excuse yeah. me. So they go in the war room and they're sitting around talking about, you know, whatever nonsense didn't happen. And, and this, oh. the, as, the, as the camera pans around, it occurred to me at one point that there's, you know, this island has a lot of similarities with, uh, with Lost. And so I feel like a crossover <laughs> episode where they pan around the table and then at one seat, John Locke is just kind of sitting there, just becoming <laughs> part of the discussion. Nobody like, you know, says anything that indicates it's different. It's just kind of a natural part of what's happening. I, that would be amazing. I think that would be something that would really be rewarding for me on the show. In fact, if anyone out there listening is good with editing, can we get a crossover episode between Curse of Oak Island and some Lost early yeah, Lost I, episodes? Know, I would just, watch that. A John Locke cameo is all I'm asking for here. I, yeah, I, I no, feel like I it's not I feel like it fits. I feel like it's uh, I feel like it's on tone. He's uh, like casually sharpening his knife as uh-huh. he says some thing about how we're not going to dig from the top we're going to dig from the bottom yeah the series is over they could they could shut down curse of oak island and say this was purgatory the whole time and just everything would be it would be amazing yeah of course there's no treasure of course there's no treasure and of course you can't leave that island frankly i just want somebody to call marty lagina freckles Mm -hmm. yeah you can leave oak island (laughs) but you never really leave oak island yeah that's right that's right Mm -hmm. I can't believe you didn't laugh at Freckles. That's great. We can't go that deep. Okay. First of all, nobody liked Kate, really. Oh, Kate, hell Kate, no. Kate was an impediment. That's a We're going to save this for another <clears throat> podcast. Uh-huh. I liked Kate. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, so so an, another note uh, that I had here was, why do they need a metal detection expert? <laughs> um, kind of a, a pretty consistent um. source of... Of frustration for me with the show is they've got this guy. He seems like a nice guy. He's Australian. Yeah, he's Australian. Uh, you know, but he his his role and he's pretty prominent in the team. He's kind of the the third, you know, primary member. He really just kind of walks around with a what looks like a pretty standard metal detector. Yeah, I feel like I would be able to 
do as much work as he does I helping them. Ninety-five-year-old men at the beach doing yeah. the same thing as him. It feels like it's probably not necessary to have a quote-unquote expert to run a, a metal detector. But uh, you know, far far be it from me to to, to tell them their business. Look, he's got to get paid. It's it's like turtle on entourage. He's got to do something. He's got to get paid. He needs a title, metal detection expert. He brought he brought home the first metal detector, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna get you a credit on this show. Let's make it happen." So, what else do you have for for our close? Uh, I I kind of think that we're covering all of our all of my main points. The the last one that I mean, I, we've mentioned this before, but I'll just mention I have written down these men make me sad. Oh yeah. It bums me out. But well, Colin, have you ever stopped to consider that maybe they're just two brothers that want to spend more time together? Why don't they just go to the beach or something? They could bring a metal detector. Technically they're at the beach. Oh boy. I'm All just right. saying, think it through. Yeah. Well, I mean it's related to my next point, which is that they're never gonna find anything and it upsets me that they don't get that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you know, it it's it it does, although I you know, there's people like I you know, I, I, I mentioned this show to my mother, uh, <laughs> and I forget in what context I mentioned oh, it, I but she got legitimately excited when I, I think I, in, I I indicated maybe that they found something, and she got super excited and oh, said yeah. they found the treasure, and I'm like, no, mom, <laughs> no, I never to find that treasure. But she was, you know, I think a lot she of people the watch show. the show. Like I would, if they, look, if they made an episode next season where they're like, this is the last one because we found all this stuff, and it's just a picture of them, like kind of. Walking out with big treasure chests and like oh, rubies and stuff. Oh, I love it. Yeah, like, or like one-eyed willies, ship sailing out from Okinawa. <laughs> like, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just don't believe that's going to happen. I want that. I want nothing but that for them. Well, I mean, but sadly, I it's, it's the, the, the truth is, is that the treasure is the number of ad dollars they get for that hour. That's the real treasure that they're bringing in with this show. So that's they, true. they found the treasure. So, so maybe that's a good kind of wrap-up point here is that yeah. the reason that we started watching this show is not because we were compelled by the story, but because... I was. So, I was okay, compelled well, by one the story. Of us, Thank one you. One of us was not. Uh, it was because so many people watch this show, like a shocking number of people watch the show. Yeah, I think uh, the season finale is still doing over a million 18 to 49 year olds live same day so we like to joke that oh this is an old man audience no 18 to 49 year olds over a million which just to put that in perspective some of the best dramas on tv westworld for example is doing about that right yeah which is which is pretty amazing you stop and think about like it's there's nothing nothing particularly innovative about this show like the story is interesting it's kind of a ghost story i guess and so it's easy to kind of look at it and say oh but it it feels like after you watched one or two you'd kind of get it and be like oh okay well so this is just gonna go on forever yeah um but but they people watch it and love it and yeah you know so we were compelled that we're like well what's going on so we sat down and watched it and i can't say that i i completely understand like what the obsession with is with the show, but they're gonna find the treasure. That's the obsession. Okay, well I hope they do. Obsession. I hope they do. I, I'm 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 now I'm now tied to their story and hope I see a headline pop up that says uh, Legina Brothers find treasure. <laughs> um, so, so so with that, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and wrap up our, our close ups. Now it's time for our most unpopular take. Let's get over dramatic. Cliff, do you want to start us off with something unpopular? I do. Yeah. So, uh, so for my over dramatic take, you know, I, I, I wrote down, you know, which isn't really anything against what we've said so far on the episode, but you know, it's it's that there's enough content for one episode. 
let's please end this charade and bomb Oak Island back into the ocean. Okay. Uh, so it's the only Arsh. way to end it because if we don't, the next generation is going to have some sort of, you know, we won't be on television, they'll beam it into your head or whatever, but there'll be some, uh, yeah, the some old guys on Oak Island uh, looking for Knights Templar and the legendary Legina Brothers. Yeah, it'll be um, Marty's son who's already on the show. He'll the, just continue watching. Son of the son looking. of the son. Yeah. And so I, I think I think for the sake of, of just just television, you know, minds everywhere, uh, Oak Island has to be eliminated as a as a as a property altogether. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Mine is very similar, although somehow less dark and somehow more dark. My unpopular opinion is, can we just murder someone so they can find this treasure? <laughs> that is, wow. So you're, Somebody has to die. You're Seven people have to die. So, Only, you're, you're suggesting human sacrifice. No, not sacrifice so much as, wow. I mean, I use the word murder. That's probably the most appropriate word. A sacrifice feels very religious, which I feel like plays into it. Well, you got real Temple of Doom on the, on the podcast here. Really? Would you say I got Knights Templar? Okay, you know what? Nice. <laughs> so with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna shut this down. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right, let's get gussied up. It's Dundee time. I'm excited. Cliff, do you have a favorite moment or episode of this show that you want to share? I do, yeah. So so, uh, so Dundee's, of course, is where we pick best and worst moments, episodes, characters, whatever the, the, the target may be uh, of, the, of the show. So we start with best? Yeah, yeah, start right, with so, best, please. So, so, please, God, don't start with words. We'll never get so, to best. So best, no surprise, is Bobby Klotz. Is is the is the MVP of MVPs of this show? He's he's our narrator, our fearless narrator, uh, the patience of a saint. I think mm-hmm. is is what I wrote down specifically. I patience of him, a Knights Templar. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Just, so what what's your what's your best of the show? It will not surprise you that my favorite aspect of the show is whenever they use the Knights Templar footage. And here's why. Here's why. I picture a C-level actor who shot this again in 2014, maybe 2013, thinking, oh, it's just it's just a five-minute shoot. You know, he had to get there a couple hours early to put on the whole costume and everything. But every week he gathers his friends and they watch and they do a shot every time they show the footage. And I just think he's really proud, and he thinks it's really funny, and he's got a sad card out of it. Yeah, yeah. Also, he's dating Marty Ligina's wife. Okay, <laughs> that would be uh, that's my favorite that would part. certainly be a plot twist. That's my favorite part. Altogether, it's, it's, it's a worthy boy. There's there are some unsung heroes uh-huh. for sure. Working the uh, working the, the we'll call it the B team. Yeah, uh, and look, I'm fully aware they shot it once. Five years ago. <laughs> totally yeah. aware. Yeah, one angle, one take. We got yep. it. Moving on. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> we got it. Craft service. Bring it in. Yep. All right. So how about your worst moment? So my, my worst uh, is a bit of a non sequitur. My, my worst of the Curse of Oak Island is the Oak Island ghosts refusing to appear on camera. <laughs> uh, I, I feel it's a little selfish of them to uh, clearly be in existence on the island, whether explanation is there for all of this nonsense going on. Uh, and not once do we see branches move there's no like they have the sasquatch shows where they have like the camera movements and there's stuff going on and things falling out of trees and there's a thing here in our path that wasn't here before none of that happening on oak island i feel like that's an added element that you know simulated or not would be something that would uh that would be helpful and so i feel like the the negligence of the producers 
in keeping the ghosts of Oak Island out of the show is is a real is a real gap. I could not agree more. I think that's such an oversight on their part. Yeah, Just the really is, important. When the question is more or less ghosts, the answer is always more, more ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> so what, what's your? I agree. Of? So mine is anytime they're scuba diving or they got the metal detector or they brought in an expert any of those kinds of situations and they basically get nothing and there's that moment of silence and you just see it in their eyes Mm -hmm. where they're just pausing long enough to ponder their situation Mm -hmm. and that existential dread sinks in it just (laughs) hurts to watch Uh what have i done yes yes what What am i doing with my life what is happening yeah how did we get here yeah I used to be I used to be the chairman of a successful oil <laughs> company and here I am covered head to toe uh, in mud with some real real characters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it's dark. Yeah, I agree. I guess I think I think those are I think those are worthy awards. So, yeah. uh, unfortunately none of the recipients are here to receive their awards, so <laughs> we'll right. accept them on their behalf uh, and uh, we'll we'll have uh, the orchestra play us off. <laughs> So triumphant. So, <laughs> so, so now, now is the part of the show. It's time to get serious. It's time to go before Judge Stone, Colin, and give our closing arguments and pass almighty judgment. Are you ready? I am ready. So funky. So, uh, so this is closing arguments. So, so we're going to each kind of go through and, and kind of give a final statement and then we're going to score this show. So on, on the podcast, uh, every show that we, we, you know, we talk about, we, we give a score. Uh, each of us gives a score of one to five stars uh, in star search style. We add those scores together for a grand total of uh, zero to 10 stars. And then we will plug those into the great pantheon of shows that we've reviewed so that we know exactly where we fall on that list. So, so Colin, would you like to go first? I would. Yeah, I would love to. Um, so here's what I would say as far as my summary, because I've, I've kind of reiterated some of the main points over and over the show ultimately has a really fun driving narrative that I really wish was done a little bit better because I can't watch every single episode. You know, this would be more fun if I could get excited for a new episode. It's just, I'm going to see the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, I give the show one and a half stars. Okay. It would be zero stars because of the poor production quality and the repetitive narrative and all that. But the truth is, I really want them to find the treasure. Okay. So much so, I suggested murdering someone which you know normally I'm not on board with yeah okay so, you that's, know one and a half stars that's fair uh, I, I think that's a I think that's a fair score it's harsh yep but fair which that's is how fair. I know you as a judge it's how yep. I know you to be yep uh, and it's I expect nothing less uh, so I'm gonna read word for word my closing argument just because I, I feel like it really summarizes uh, how I feel about the show so if Groundhog Day were not funny and were only about large tool rental, you would end up with this show. Shame, <laughs> period. I give the show one star, that star being representative of the one star of the show, Bobby Klotz. Uh, may he long reign. Uh, and so I think that puts us at a grand total for uh, The Curse of Oak Island at two and a half stars out of ten, which is not pretty low. Not a great score. No, it's not a good show. But could have been worse. There were yeah. some people that were, that were pulling their weight. And, and we, I, I would say it's, it's fair... That we reserve our right to come back and revisit these these scores 
should they find some treasure, which of course we know will not happen. So more incentive or, perhaps for the brothers to find some treasure is we will promise to raise our score if they pull one freaking piece of treasure out of the ground. Actual treasure. Yeah. Or another way they could get some more stars, bring in some Oak Island ghosts. You got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, more ghosts yeah. every time. So so that so those are our scores. Uh, we've got uh, one more break we're going to take here. Uh, we'll come back and play some games, which is yeah. my favorite part. I'm really excited about it. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. And so we're back with the showdown. And Colin, it's my personal favorite part of our podcast. This is it's time for a bonus round. So you ready? Yes. All right, so bonus rounds, of course, is where we um, play some some really stupid games that, that we made up. So the way this works is we're going to play three games. Uh, we're going to spin our big wheel here that has all of our games listed on it. Uh, and then once it lands on it, we're going to go through and play the appropriate game assigned to that. To Can that I go game. first? Can uh, I spin first? Yeah, please. Let's go ahead and spin the wheel. Okay, would call them. here we go. That wasn't a very good spin. I can do better than that. All right, it's gonna land here. All right, so oh, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a good one. It's time for I love Moosey. So I Love Moosey, of course, as you all, I'm sure, remember, <laughs> is the game where uh, we each need to pick one spirit animal of this show. So the Curse of Oak Island, what is the spirit animal uh, of the show? So Colin, would you like to go first? Or I, I would like to. I'm, I'm having trouble coming up with something. I want to say like a like a sad badger or oh, something. Oh, I'm going to win this game. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that, so it's, is sad badger your final answer? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Oh my God. Okay. So, so my, my answer is, it's a bit of a callback to, to something I referenced earlier in the show, similar to yours, uh, but a groundhog. Okay. Uh, because, you know, in, in, in light of, of the movie Groundhog Day, not really relative to the, to the holiday itself, this is the same thing happening over and 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 over again. Uh, and so I feel like if there's a spirit animal this show, it has to be n- not just a groundhog, but the version of Puxatani Phil that lives in Puxatani uh, in the Bill Murray movie Groundhog Day from yep. uh, from the early 90s. Yeah, I would say you won that round. Yes. That's fair. That's yes, fair. Yes, one for me. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, so let's 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 try another game here. Let's see if yep, you have you any better. You better spin the wheel. I'm going to spin the wheel this time and see what we land on. Here we go. Oh boy, it's time for after school special. Yes, I love the after-school special theme music. So uh, after-school special, of course, is the game where we have to find the best possible subplot line in the show that would be something akin to what you might see in an after-school special. And so uh, I, I think I feel like I know where mine's going. Do you, do you want to go oh, first? Oh, yeah. No, I think, the, I think the underlying lesson of this show is... 
to make sure that you're communicating in your relationship, you know, I don't know how these men's relationships broke down. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. I think I do. But (laughs) I think there's a sadness where, you know, if someone's fulfilled in their life, they don't go to Oak Island every summer. (laughs) Maybe what... Some would argue they could only be fulfilled if they went oh, to Oak Island. Every I would summer. not argue that. Wow, there's a sadness okay. to these men. So, so your so your after school special is is something dealing with the realm of uh, open communication with your yeah. Your you know, partner. figure out what's going on, what what uh-huh. makes you feel bad about things, and, and fix it. You know, or, or just try to be the best you can be so that you don't need an Oak Island in your sure. life. An, an appeal for being open and not hoarding your secrets and transporting them to a scary island in Canada. Sure, yeah. Got it, yeah. got it. Okay, so my after-school special actually has a title already. Okay. The title of the after-school special is Where's Daddy? Uh, oh. and, and it centers around uh, the younger children of, of all of the people that have been sucked in by the curse of Oak Island. It really centers on their lives, talking to various counselors and police officers and all the types of uh, authorities uh, that you, you know you figure they're talking to to try and explain you know why daddy's not around and exactly where he is and why uh, all the, summer by the way right why the authors of Reader's Digest are, are more important uh, to daddy than uh, you know than uh, than little uh, Sally or, or Jimmy and it's a really sad one but yeah, you know ultimately the lesson is about independence and which okay. is which I think it's it's a real yeah. triumph of the soul they, they learn to live their life without daddy <laughs> well I guess they, they really didn't have much of a choice they so, kind of have to yeah. I'm going to go ahead and declare that I also win that <laughs> Wait, round. Yeah. Uh, the oh, no. the write-in vote actually just got the write-in vote that popped up on my screen here, and the, the instant poll says that it was okay. me in a landslide. Well, so, that's not uh, a thing. The good news We're not is, live. <laughs> the good news is we have one more game uh, to play here, and so okay. uh, there's a chance for you to redeem yourself. Uh, do you want to so. go ahead and spin the wheel this I last time? I would love time? to, please. All right. Here we go. Big spin. Big spin. No whammies. Oh boy. All right. So we've landed on our final game, which is Netflix and Grill. Oh boy. So Netflix Netflix and Grill uh, is a game where we have to choose the perfect complimentary food and or meal to go with this show that really captures the essence of the show itself. And so so I'll go first this time uh-huh. just, just to kind of give you a, a, a bit of a break here. I know it's just been an onslaught uh, of my master of gamesmanship. So, okay. um, so my, my perfect complimentary item, uh, I'm torn between a, a few. Like I, I want to say a single can of raw anchovies um, <laughs> feels right just kind of based on the location. But I'm actually going to, I'm going to go with Cup of Ramen, I think, on this one. This show strikes me as, a, and I think if we were to like look in whatever serves as a pantry in the war room for the coast of Oak Island, it feels like it's probably nothing but just ramen noodles and things that can be kind of made with hot water. That feels like the extent of the cooking that probably happens for uh, for the show. I don't feel like there's a lot of money spent on craft services, and so um, I feel like kind of a lonely, single dinner that doesn't require a lot of skill is probably the perfect complimentary meal for this show. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. Um, unfortunately, I have a much better answer. <laughs> so my complimentary meal is lukewarm poutine that's kind of been gelled together because mm. it's takeout poutine okay. from Canada that has been transported over to Oak Island mm. and it's kind of been sitting there while they've been talking and digging and doing whatever else and it's it's kind of all they mm. have access to and yeah. they're hungry so they eat it but I it's not it. good yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that's true yeah leftovers you, you I, I think you swooped in I nailed that one pretty hard. I have Thank to concede. I have you. to concede victory for the third round, just because you know it's the bonus points for poutine. Yeah, 
Uh, it's, it's Anytime you can work poutine into uh, the conversation, and, and, and you get bonus to. points for it just being leftovers for yeah. you know whatever uh, Postmates or DoorDash item that yeah. might have been delivered four days prior. Yeah. I, I would also go a step further and say perhaps that leftover poutine should no longer be eaten. Oh no, uh, definitely. It's, it's please probably, do not eat that. Yeah, it's probably well beyond its date, and so there's yeah. there's perhaps some food poisoning resulting oh, from that. Oh god. Yeah. So if so, again, if you're, as you're watching the show, our recommendation for when you hopefully go and, and watch every single episode of the show uh, would be to order some poutine if, if available in your area and then let it sit for what would you say three or four days yeah I mean you can you can let it sit in the fridge for three or four days or you could just let it sit out on your counter for about an hour maybe mm-hmm. 90 minutes yeah. just to get that real like lukewarm room temperature uh-huh. gel together goopiness okay uh-huh it's okay so uh, so i think that's a good note to end on after just beating that joke today uh <laughs> clearly that went that went about 17 minutes longer than, yeah, it, no, I like than it. it needed to but uh I, i'd feel well worth it all right so with that we'll go ahead and, and uh, say thanks for joining us here we hope you had fun please visit us uh at www.showdown.com podcast.com and play along give us your feedback give us your answers to the games we'd love to hear from you and as always i'm cliff i'm colin and this is the showdown signing off Shh.